Hey mamas, I'm Alyssa, registered dietitian, picky eating specialist, and mama of two. You're listening to the Nutrition for Littles podcast, aimed at helping you raise healthy, independent eaters. Each week, we will tackle topics like picky eating, mealtime struggles, baby led weaning, and so much more. Let's jump right into today's topic. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode, I think, is going to be really helpful for moms. So I was asked to be a guest speaker in someone else's community, and I absolutely love speaking, A, and teaching on picky eating and helping families feed their families easier and with less fights at the table and all those sorts of things, right? Like, I love that. That's literally why I do this podcast, uh, because I love helping parents just like you. Um, Speaking of which good reminder to, if you haven't already sent this to a mom friend, a family friend, someone in your life, if this has been helpful at all for you, literally the only way to grow a podcast is for people like you to share it. And if you haven't already written a written review, it takes one minute completely free and helps all of the podcasts that you listen to. So do it for all of us. Okay. Do it for all of us. If you have a second, I would so, so appreciate it. But uh, with that being said, let me go back to my train of thought. Um, I absolutely love teaching on all things feeding kids. And so someone asked me to speak to their community. And I, of course, said yes. And part of the questions that she had sent me ahead of time just to kind of prepare, which we did not stick to at all, which is my favorite way to have conversations. But at the end, she said, is there anything that you want to leave my community with? Any sort of like tips or tricks or thoughts or anything like that. And immediately I knew what I wanted to share because it has been one of the most instrumental or powerful ways that I've lived my life, not only just in parenting, but in everything that I do that I love to share it. So, um, I want to actually reference a book called essentialism. If you haven't read it yet already, I actually don't necessarily recommend it. (laughs) I'm not saying it was bad. Um, I listened to the audible version and I just found it really hard to actually get through. I love audiobooks. I absolutely love like listening to self-development or personal growth or even like religious books or non-religious books or just people's thought processes or bi- uh, biographies, any sort of like storytelling books. I, I love it all. Okay. But I listen primarily to books that are like in all that category. And I like to physically read fiction books. So I listen to Audible a lot. This is not an ad for Audible. However, I would absolutely work with Audible because I use it all the time. So that being said, I was listening to the book Essentialism um, on Audible. And I didn't get a ton out of it. However, the one thing that I did get out of it has been, like I said, one of the most instrumental things that has changed my entire life. So I guess the book was was worth it because it really has been helpful. But I think this episode will encapsulate it. So I don't think you need to read it. However, that being said, I know a lot of people have loved that book. Hey, you guys, Alyssa here. I'm just sneaking in really quick to let you know of the free class that I am teaching very soon. I'm going to be talking about the top three most overlooked under talked about reasons for picky eating that are very likely happening in your home. These are sneaky reasons that you may not even realize are causing picky eating. I can't wait to teach on this information. So click the link in the description box below to learn more about this free class, snag your seat, mark your calendars, and I hope to see you there. I'd love to be able to answer your questions, plus you get a free gift for coming to hang out with me. All right, that's all for now. Click that link in the description box and I will see you soon. Back to the show. 
So the one mindset that I have brought with me into every facet of my life was this visual that he gave. And I'm giving credit to him. However, he might have gotten it somewhere else and he may have referenced that in the book, but that did not stick in my brain. So just keep that in mind. But essentially he said, imagine that you are standing in the middle of like a drawn out circle. Like it's around you. You can't reach it from where you're standing, but it's drawn around you. And imagine you're standing in the middle and on the edge of that circle is everything you want to do, accomplish, be, like anything in that kind of realm. And imagine you're trying to get to all those different things. So for example, maybe in your personal life, you're like, okay, I want to have a better morning routine. I want to start working out. I want to be on time more often. I want to have certain habits of maybe drinking more water or calling my friends more often. I want to journal or meditate or pray more often. I want to read my Bible every day. I want to, literally it could be anything, right? But like all of those goals, the habits you want to do, the things you want to be, the way that you want to live your life are on like almost like written or exist on this circle that is surrounding you and you're standing in the middle. If you try to take steps towards all of those things at once, you will literally not move anywhere. You will just stay right in the middle, having not moved a muscle towards any one of those goals or uh, things that you want to accomplish or be. You will literally stay standing still. Now, imagine that there's one goal, one thing that you want, and you start walking towards that first. And you put all your effort and all your energy and all your extra time towards that one thing. And then you reach that part of the circle. Now, how much easier is it to then on the edge of the circle, you're standing on it, you've reached the thing, you're now this professional watercolor painter, okay? Like you got the thing. Then you just start walking the length of the circle and you conquer one goal at a time. This visual has helped me in so many different areas. And don't worry, we're going to bring this back to picky eating because I know that's why you're here. But I want to share this because it has helped me in so many different areas in my life, in my business, in my relationships, in my parenting, in my fun hobbies that I want to grow skills or anything like that in literally every area of my life. I imagine this now, a lot of times I keep those circles separate in my head, but ultimately they're all on the same circle. This is all my life, right? Like I'm surrounded by all the things I want to do or be or accomplish in all different areas. And so it has just helped me so much, especially when I show up in a place like Instagram, where I don't know about you, but I am served hundreds, if not thousands of different posts every single day, especially on my parenting that make me feel like I'm not enough. I'm not doing enough. I should be doing more. I said the wrong thing. I could have said that better. I could have done that better. Why did I do that? I can't believe my kid is surviving. Like all of a sudden I'm starting to feel the weight of everyone telling me what I should be doing and shouldn't be doing. Now, that is not how we should be showing up to Instagram. That is not how we should be letting Instagram make us feel. However, I've been there. And I wonder if you are too, because if you're listening to this podcast, you probably found me on my Instagram. And if you're following my Instagram, then probably Instagram says, hey, follow all these other Instagrams. And it becomes a snowball effect where all of a sudden we're feeling like we're inadequate, we're not doing enough. And simultaneously, we think the person who's teaching and is an expert in one thing is an expert in everything. I get this all the time. In fact, in my community where people go, well, what do you do about sleep? Or what, what's your thoughts on potty training? I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. we're losing sight here. Um, 
food. That's all I've got is food and nutrition and picky eating for kids. And that's it. Okay. So yes, I can share what has helped for me. And I think mom to mom, that is helpful, but I think we tend to assume that everyone is an expert in everything except for us. And that is just simply not true. So the way that I started showing up to Instagram, thinking of that example of standing in the middle of the circle and recognizing specifically in my parenting that all this stuff is on a circle around me. So for example, I'll just run through what my Instagram shows, um, how to regulate their emotions and how to get them to eat vegetables and how to get them to say more words and how to communicate effectively, teaching them sign language, teaching them skills, making sure they're playing enough sports, making sure that they are respectful of other people, understanding what respect even means in this day and age, um, getting your kid to learn a new skill, be willing to learn a new skill, to be more resilient, to teach your kids a thousand different things every day, sleep through the night. That's a whole another topic. Um, All of these skills that we want our kids to have and experience in this life can oftentimes feel like as the parent, we are the only, and, and this is actually true. We are oftentimes the only person, especially in those really young years that can have an influence on that. And who's going to teach them that? Us, right? And so it can feel really overwhelming. Now I'm happy to report as my son is now seven, that it does get easier and your village grows because they make go to school or they have more coaches or, you know, more experiences with friends and friends, family for better, or for worse, that does happen. But especially when they're little, it feels like their world is just you, which puts a lot on our shoulders because we are uniquely positioned to show them new things and teach them new things. So when we show up to Instagram and we're just looking to scroll and buffer and waste some time, all of a sudden we're bombarded with all these messages that we're not doing enough. We should be doing that. Our kids should be saying this many words and they should be sleeping this amount of time and they should be eating all these foods. And oh my gosh, it's so important for them to learn how to play and share and regulate their own emotions and all of these things that are all over Instagram. And we should know how to do it perfectly all the time. It's unrealistic. It's unrealistic and it's simply not true. And all of these things I want to accomplish with my kids goes back to the circle. I am one person and I can only focus on one thing at a time, regardless of what I have thought about myself forever as this excellent multitasker. Incorrect. In fact, all the research shows none of us can multitask. The people who are better at quote unquote multitasking actually just are really good at task switching. I am not good at task switching at all. And in fact, when I think I'm multitasking, I'm just giving a little bit of my energy to every single thing and I'm not moving anywhere. Going back to that visual of standing in the middle of a circle taking a thousand steps in a thousand different directions and ending up in the exact same place I started. So what if in specifically in motherhood, I point my attention to the thing that is driving me the most crazy, that is taking the most of my energy, taking the most of my time, maybe even interacting or rather um, keeping me from the relationship that I want with my children. What if I focus my energy there and I walk towards that outer edge of the circle at that one thing, that one goal. And once I get there, it becomes so much easier to tackle the next thing with my kids and the next thing and the next thing. Okay, I wanna take a second and thank the sponsor of today's podcast episode, not only for sponsoring, but also for the work that they do. Today's episode is sponsored by Safe Beginnings First Aid and CPR course. Holly from Safe Beginnings believes that being able to confidently react in an emergency is the peace of mind that every family deserves. And I agree. I want you to feel empowered to keep your family safe by taking her online first aid and CPR course, just like I did. 
I have taken a lot of CPR trainings over the years, and Holly's is by far my favorite. It's clear, concise, easy to follow, and truly puts your mind at ease as a mom. No matter the age or stage of your little one, this course is a must take. A quote I once heard by Max Mayfield has always stuck with me, and I want to share it with you. He says, preparation through education is less costly than learning through tragedy. And I don't want to be a downer, but this could not be more true when it comes to our kids. It's time to start feeling confident at the table. And I want you to get started today by clicking the link in the description box below and use my code Alyssa20 for 20% off. Trust me, this is a decision you will not regret. All right, now back to the show. Recently, I put up this poll on Instagram about how, or this slide on Instagram basically saying, I want to start implementing chores. Now, this is something that my pre-kid self believed that I would have had figured out by now. My oldest is seven, my middle is four, and I really thought by now we would have chores on lock, we would have a chore chart just like I had growing up, we would have all these rules and they're going to be super like independent and, you know self-motivated and all these sorts of skills they're going to have. In reality, life comes at you so freaking fast, like a tidal wave. And I haven't been able to implement something consistently. So I'm working on it, right? But again, that's me focusing on one thing at a time. Did chores come first? No, absolutely not. That was not my priority when my kids were learning different skills or abilities in this life. In fact, when I look back and the reason why I'm a picky eating dietitian was because picky eating was the biggest thorn in my side. We eat multiple times per day with our kids. It is easily four to six times that we are feeding them throughout the day, like hello snacks all freaking day. I liked to cook at the time. Once we had a pig eater, it became harder and harder to enjoy cooking. Um, You have to eat and feed your family multiple times per day. It just seemed to take up a lot of my energy and time. And it was so miserable that it felt like if I could just get this one thing tackled, my life would become easier and lighter and I'd have more margin. And that was true for me. Once we handled picky eating, once we reversed it, it opened up so much opportunity. I was then connecting with my kid at the table. This was back when I only had one kid. Um, I was able to cook whatever I wanted. I could enjoy cooking more. I had just had more time, space, and freedom. I wasn't being asked for a thousand snacks a thousand times a day. I wasn't having to negotiate or bribe or think back to what he ate yesterday. Is he eating enough? Did he eat enough at breakfast? Should I make him eat that food again? Should I make him something totally different? Should I, do I have enough of his favorite food in stock so that he'll eat something? Like All of that mental space and load went away. And then I had more time to work on other things like his communication, like his physical development, whatever that might be. I was able then to, again, walk the outer side of that circle and get him to do new things. And I had more space and capacity for that. So that's how it relates to picky eating. Because you're here, because I know that you likely struggle with a picky eater at home, maybe that's the thorn in your side, the first thing that needs help with. Maybe not. Maybe you have something else that's far more pressing, that's taking up more of your mental and physical energy, more of your kind of mental load or more of your energy during the day with your child. Maybe if there's something else in your life, whether it's picky eating or not, That just if you fix this one thing, everything else becomes a little bit more accessible, a little bit easier. Um, I know a friend of mine is a speech language pathologist. And so a lot of times it's communication, right? Like once I can communicate with my kid and they can communicate with me, other things unlock and it becomes easier and easier. So it really just depends on your situation, your child, your family dynamics. But what is the thorn in your side? What is the thing on your outer edge of your circle that if you just 
poured all your energy, time, and uh, extra, not that you have any extra, but if you just took everything that you're walking in a thousand different directions for and actually put it all into one path, where would you go? And I encourage you to do that. Don't think about other things. All of that can wait. In fact, I had um, a member inside my community ask me about her daughter who is struggling to give up the bottle and milk right before bed and um, all of these sorts of things. And I said, well, don't do it all at once, right? We're not going to change everything tonight. We need to start with one thing at a time. Let's switch out the toddler formula for whole milk. Then let's switch from you know warm to cold. Then let's take away the bottle and go to straw cup or whatever order you want to go in. But it's all about focusing all your energy on one thing at a time and everything else becomes so much easier. So what is that thorn in your side? DM me. I would love to hear what is the thorn in your side? What is it that would unlock so much more time and energy for you to work on something else? What is it on the edge of your circle that you want to walk towards first. So let me know in my DMs. I hope this episode was helpful. I know it's maybe not super stereotypical for helping with picky eating, but I also think this is super important and I wanted to share it because it is something that has helped me so much in my motherhood journey, my relationship journeys, my family journey, my business journey, my everything. I put everything in this category just to keep in mind. So I hope this was helpful. If it was, please let me know in my DMs. Make sure to check the description box for links of things that might be helpful for you in this experience, especially if picky eating is a thorn in your side. I have so many resources for you. And so I hope you take the time to look through some of those. I hope you share this episode with a friend if it was impactful for you. And ultimately, I hope to see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're walking away with some tangible ways to bring peace to your mealtimes. And if you like this episode, please subscribe and tell all your mom friends. And as always, the best compliment you can give me is leaving a rating and written review, which also helps other mamas like you find this podcast too. You can find more from me on Instagram at Nutrition for Littles. Do you have a question you'd like me to answer on the podcast? Email me at alyssa at nutritionforlittles.com. All right, until next time, mamas.